Hi, welcome to the Family Bookshelf. My name is Amber from AmbitionsForChrist.com, and with me is my husband, Nick, who is the game schooling dad. Today, we're having a special episode where we focus on picture books. We're going to talk about two picture books our family loves to read and reread, and then one book that we are going to make sure we're not rereading in our household. All right, so let's kick it off with one of our favorites, Llama Llama Red Pajama by Anna Jowney. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but she writes great books. Okay, we love this story just because of the cute, sweet rhymes in it. Llama Llama Red Pajama. It's just so much fun to say. The kids say it. It's silly. Get giggles as you're reading it just because of the sweet rhymes. And I like the pictures. Um, it's really cool. It sounds silly, but you can kind of see throughout the pictures. He's always wearing these bright red pajamas and everything else is a nighttime theme. His bed, all the other colors are these cool colors, these nighttime colors. And then he's just the star of the show with his red pajamas and it's super cute and if i if i remember the pictures are like pastels they are the type of drawing which you normally see yeah you can see like a texture to them there's just a difference with them and i i picture books should have good pictures oh, and yeah, this definitely. one definitely has definitely the good pictures to, yeah, to it see that when you read enough of them um it's just a good story about a kid going to bed and he's doing the usual things he wants a drink and Mom's busy downstairs doing some work, and all of a sudden he panics because he's dark and mom's not coming right away. And so he decides to just holler and kind of throw a fit. And as my kids like to say, that's not how you're supposed to act. <laughs> and it's nice to see it because then we can have that discussion about how you should or shouldn't act in a moment that's not us having to discipline them. It's cute and funny because it's someone else, it's some other kid. And it's Llama Llama. He can throw a fit and we can have a discussion and giggle about it at the same time. So that's always nice. Um, I like the fact that it also just points out to your kids, Mama is near, you know, she's clearly nearby. She clearly loves him just because she can't come this first instance he calls needing a drink. She's still right there. She still loves him, you know, and the kids can see that and just know that, hey, even when mom and dad maybe can't answer our every call and whim instantly, <laughs> that there's still love and they're still near and it's a security book. And I like that. It just gives kids great thoughts to think about as they go to sleep at that's, night. That's what they need to be told constantly is that they are loved. And, right. it, you know, our, our love is really the reflection of God's love. And so Definitely. to know that we're near and we love them is really to point them to God. That yeah. He loves them and that's the most important love. And just to think about that, especially, again, as you go to sleep. I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, throughout the day, things get busy. But at nighttime is just that one final touch before you go to sleep of, hey, don't forget, we still love you. We're still here, and it's all good. And I don't know. That's just probably why we like Llama Llama Red Pajama. Sweet, fun, little story with the just a, a good reminder of how much mom and dad love him. Oh, yeah. He, I think he throws a fit in every book. And <laughs> I think they always end up eating ice There's cream. ice yeah. cream in almost every book, too. It's awesome. So our kids like to look for the ice cream in most of his books, too. <laughs> um, let's see. And then our next book, we it's a favorite in our house. The book is falling apart. I've had to almost retape it a few times now. It's called Mother Bruce by Ryan T. Higgins. And this book is hilarious. I still remember the first time you brought it home, actually, mm -hmm. from the library when we didn't own a copy at that point. We just and we read it through that first time and our little boy was giggling. It's just a boy friendly book, I would say, for one thing. Even even I was laughing. Oh, it's funny. It's funny. It's legitimately funny, not just like funny for kids. It's funny for the whole family. <laughs> um, I think every parent just 
sees themselves in Bruce. (laughs) And the kids just see themselves as the little geese and that he gets to adopt and become their mother. And it's funny because he runs away up a tree and he roars at him and he's trying to, you know... He just, he has his bad days with them. And it's awesome because, yeah, again, every parent sees himself, every kid sees himself in these stories. And I like that. Um, and you can get all involved. Even our little one knows when he's going to roar and is able to roar with Bruce. There's great sound effects so everyone can get involved. Oh, yeah. And there's several in the series as well. And they all, they're all well-written and very funny. Yeah. I've yet to see a mother, or a Bruce the Bear book that has disappointed me yet so they better keep doing it little little references that are of course appropriate for children but also the adults get i think at one point in time in one of the other books they're having a, a chainsaw and it's a, a mouse kavarna <laughs> chainsaw yeah, there's a mouse kavarna instead of husk you know, kavarna. not that's, something a kid would ever get but as a you know as an adult it's like that's that's kind of clever oh yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs> also yeah definitely if we're talking picture books again this one does it knocks the pictures out of yeah, out of the park as far as, you know, just the, the drawing in them and the the words are half of it, but the pictures tell the rest of the story in a great way. Oh, and yeah. I like that. Fun book. <laughs> fun. It's just one that'll have you giggling every time you read it. And yeah. And it's a great way to teach your kids what a bear says. So. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay. Those are two that, yeah, they're on our shelf and they're falling apart and your family would love them. Our family loves them. Give them a try. But then there's one that I'm going to say just skip it um we read this one with our kids it was just a new one at the library it's called dreams for daughter by carol boston weatherford and i picked it up we picked it up because it's a new book and it looked very gorgeous nice you know cover and it was, i like those touchy feely ones sometimes that do just you know get to the heart of the parent child relationship mm-hmm. it's sweet and Again, it reminds them of the love that a parent has. I like those ones. They kind of walk through, you know, the kid growing up, which it's it's a bittersweet thing for a parent to watch your kid grow up. And so little stories, little picture book stories that highlight that are, you know, I like those. I, you know, I think of, They're you know. They're powerful. I mean, they have a oh, lot yeah. of emotion to them. They do. And I mean, you start I mean, talking about our kids growing up and you can make us cry pretty quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I'd say this one. My problem with it, it's, I mean, you think of like, I love you forever. One of those classic parent-child picture book ones that will make me get teary-eyed every oh, yeah. single time. They, br- they bring it to you and say, you know, we're going to make mommy cry today. Pretty much. And they do. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> and, you know, so you kind of get, you know, when you, when I see these kind of books, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an I love you forever classic, you know, that just gets to the heart of that relationship that a parent and a child have as they grow up. And this one just fell flat on its face. It failed horribly to get to it. It became touchy-feely, but like they were trying so hard to make it feel have that heart emotion, and it just did not have it. Um, it just became these weak sayings, and it just didn't end up, I don't know, it wasn't going anywhere with it, and... It was very sad. And then I think the biggest problem I had with it, because it is going towards her daughter, and it was this girl empowerment, but it was girl empowerment in all the worst possible ways. It wasn't feminism in the positive light. It was feminism as selfishness, as me first, as I'm the only one, look at me, look what I can do. 
Oh and, yeah, I mean, we, and we have two daughters. I want them to be strong. I want right. them to be independent and take care of themselves. You bet. Oh yeah, but that doesn't mean they get to be mean and selfish. Right. You don't get to be mean. You don't get to demand your way. You don't get to you know be the center of attention all the time. And this book truly treated the daughter as that kind of. It was that feminist message that she wanted to pass along to her daughter. Like she wanted her daughter to be that way. She was dreaming of her daughter becoming this you know, selfish female versus this, you know, giving and kind and generous female, it seemed like. And a humble female. Yeah. There, you know, you know there was, there's just, it, it was a very twisted view of feminism. And it was sad because obviously that's not what we want. And then I guess the final thing, especially as a Christian mom, this is the point that finally made the book just, yep, we're done, um, was the fact that the very last page, um, they, she says she's praying for her daughter that God, that she hopes that God, and then she refers to God as a she throughout this quote. And so not only are we dealing with kind of poor feminism, just touchy-feely ugh, message that didn't go well, all of a sudden there's bad theology kind of tucked in there. I imagine of, those things are all combined. <laughs> they kind of are, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just the fact that it's important that God is refers to himself as he, as God the Father. There's, you know, father figures are important in a girl's life, especially in a girl's life, I think. You know, you need a dad. Well, even in a, a male's life, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't, it can't stress enough. You know, you a dad makes at, the difference. You want to look at stats of people in jail, uh, most of them are from fatherless homes. Yeah, you know? most issues with father, you know. Most most, most issues come from fatherless homes. Yes, it's one of the, it's probably the biggest problem in our society today. Right, is and the breakdown of the family. It's just, it, the the, yeah. the the fact that there is no father, and so the fact that she even she doesn't mention a dad throughout the book, and then all of a sudden she also makes sure that God is also not a father, but now a mother figure, and it just becomes weirder. And then yeah, you it, throw in the bad theology, and my daughter and I at least I pointed you know we. We noticed it, you know, as we said this, and, you know, God's not a she, you know. And so it, it led to a good conversation. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to have this conversation while reading a picture book with my little four-year-old daughter at this point, you know. And so it's just kind of... Well, it's so vital. I mean, I don't think we can stress enough how vital it is that God is a father. Yeah. You know, when you when you lose that, you lose that protection. You lose that, you know... Um, that love that is, you know, unconditional. You, yeah. you lose that. Mom and dads get totally different actions. When I was a teacher, you know, I always got told, oh, well, because you're a male, the kids act differently for you. And yeah, that's very true. It is true. <laughs> it's, it's very true. I mean, we all remember the threat, you know, you just wait till dad gets home. And that's a different reaction you get from that kid. Oh, yeah. You know, it is absolutely vital that God is a father. Right. You know, he sets boundaries. And that's a big deal because boundaries mean protection and yeah. a, a father figure sets a boundary differently than a mother figure he, ever he's will. also the bringer of discipline i mean he's yep. also the bringer of the good gifts he's also the bringer of all the things that a father does for their children right you know, it is vital that god is portrayed as, as a, a father, father. you yeah. know so why it's one simple line at the end of the book that's also one of the reasons i tell you just skip the dreams for a daughter by carol boston weatherford just there are certain, there's just a lot of themes in this book that just fail and then to toss in some bad theology just kind of ended the book for our family. So, all right, we hope you enjoyed this picture book edition and we will be back with you next time. See ya.